Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League. A little bit of a late podcast coming out at around 6 or 5.40. So it's nearly 6 p.m. by the time this podcast comes out. Recording at 5.40 p.m. Should be out by 6. Um, but Raymond Fatalamarana has left the Bulldogs effective immediately and he has joined the Dragons effective immediately. Uh, now, he was sort of talking about this or I literally, literally just updated um, the best 17 series set to come out on the 1st of Feb. I updated the Spotify. Obviously, you won't be able to go back and change the YouTube because it's already scheduled to come out uh, in the next three days. So that video has already been done, recorded, and scheduled. So I won't be able to go back and put the side note there, but it is in the comment section. Um, obviously, when I do do that series, do do, when I do do that series, um, obviously, I wouldn't have known about the Raymond Fatale and Mariner move. So don't crucify me in the comment section of that YouTube video uh, because the change hasn't happened yet, obviously. But big news this afternoon, massive news. Obviously, we knew there was a bit of a rift there, uh, a little bit of disagreement in how things were getting run uh, between Raymond Fartal and Mariner and the Bulldogs, and it had been for a while. We obviously got these reports at the back end of last year around October, September, um, that there were obviously a bit of, you know, there was some disagreements between Raymond Fartal and Mariner and the Bulldogs as to how the club was being run, as, um, you know, about how training was being run, stuff like that. Um, it, obviously, there was a few disagreements, and that obviously forced RFM out the door. Well, it didn't force him out the door. Um, obviously, he's been released. I find this very similar to the David Nofaluma situation. Uh, the main difference, though, is that this was handled a lot better. There was no breach of contract. RFM had... As far as I know, outside looking in and from what we've heard from the media, had just simply, you know, expressed his, um, you know, grievances. Well, not grievances, but uh, his like the fact that he was he disagreed with how things were being run in terms of training. Uh, well, that was the main one that we heard about um, to the Bulldogs and to the board and to Cam Serrado. Um, and obviously, that disagreement must have carried on, and uh, he obviously must have, you know said to his manager, look, I don't know. I don't really like how things are being run here. Let's see if we can get a deal somewhere else. Obviously, asked the Bulldogs too if he could get a release. Um, we don't know that for sure, but I guess that's how it would have come about. It almost seems like this was the way that the David Nofaluma situation should have been handled. Um, and look, Raymond Fatalamarana, still a great player, uh, really solid as well. Obviously transitioned this season or last season, I should say, into a middle as well. So that's why I reckon he'll be playing for the Dragons. I think the Dragons, they do need a few middles um, like Raymond Fatalamarana. I'm just going to look up his age, actually, because that that is going to be an important factor as to where he comes into this team. Uh, still, obviously, on the Bulldogs profile. Haven't really uh, got rid of him that quickly, but he is 30. So he's got a few years left in him, I would say at least another, oh, I'd say two or three years left in him, uh, give or take. Um, in this Dragon side, we will look at the 17s that we put out and I'll give my exact sort of changes as to how I think this, both sides are going to look in terms of where Raymond Fortalamarana fits into this team, uh, into this Dragons lineup and who replaces him in terms of the Dragon, uh, sorry, the Bulldogs lineup. Uh, how they, uh, you know, um, I guess, who do they put in, I should say, for Raymond Fatalamarana? 
um, on the bench because we did have Raymond Fotalamarana in jersey number 17 to start the year. Um, for the Bulldogs, I think it was pretty obvious with the riff that there was, he was going to lose his starting spot, obviously did lose his captaincy. Um, so I imagine he would have started the year on the bench and now obviously not with the club, with the Dragons. I feel like he could play a very similar role. Uh, we obviously discussed this, as I said, on the podcast for the um, 1-17s to 17s when I sort of corrected that one, but that obviously isn't out yet because this is coming out um, literally half an hour or not even after the news had broke. But uh, in terms of where uh, RFM fits into this Dragon side, firstly, let's talk about who replaces, um, who replaces RFM in the Bulldogs side. So we look at the forwards that they've got here. They have got Chris Patolo, Jackson Topine. Uh, they have got uh, Kitione Kautoga, who's a new guy that's just been upgraded to uh, the top 30 squad, front row forward. Uh, Kurt Mann could easily come in and play a lock role, but they already have two utilities on my benches. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, two utilities in Jermaine Salmon and Drew Hutchison. They're both in my 17, they're both on my bench. Uh, Jermaine Salmon obviously playing obviously playing a role, sorry, in the back row, uh, coming off the bench, and Drew Hutchison playing a 14 role, potentially coming on and playing a bit of hooker or as a roaming middle. So uh, we've got our utility sort of done and dusted. We don't really want to add another utility to the bench, so I think Kurtman in that respect misses out. Um, who else have we got that's not in the 17 yet? We have got Sam Hughes. Uh, and Zach Montgomery as well is another guy that's just been upgraded to the top 30 squad. Uh, but Sam Hughes, Chris Patolo, and Jackson Topine, those are the three main guys that I think are in the race here. Uh, we'll talk about Jackson Topine first because I don't think it will be him just off the fact that he is a lock second rower. He's more of a back rower than a front rower. Uh, he also plays a little bit of hooker. I don't think he's what they need in terms of this rotation. What they need is a genuine front rower, and that pretty much leaves it down to two guys, Chris Patolo and Sam Hughes. Now, I fucking love Jackson Topine. If you've been following this podcast for a long time, I loved uh, Jackson Topine. And I think even with the situation they have, where they do lack some middle forwards, he's not the middle forward they should be going for. He's more of, as I said, a back rower or a hooker if there's an injury in the side. Uh, he's more of that sort of guy. He can play that sort of role in this team. Uh, so Jackson Topine, uh, that's the only reason he's not in my 17. If they needed a back rower, he'd be straight in for me. I rate him so highly. I think he's a great player, and I'm sure we'll see him in that Mary All-Stars game, and he can prove to you that he's a good player as well. He always seems to have a really red-hot crack in those games. Um, but as I said, it leaves it down to two guys, Chris Patolo um, and Samuel Hughes. Now, Sam Hughes I'm quite high on as well. Uh, had a few really solid games for the Bulldogs in 2024, uh, 2023. Sorry, um, I think that in terms of what they need, which is a front rower coming off the bench, particularly with the rotation that I've got coming off the bench with both Hacho and uh, Jermaine Salmon on the bench, you do want a front rower. You don't want to have a back rower, another back rower on the bench. You do want someone that is going to be playing in the middle. So uh, Sam Hughes ticks all the boxes for me. And as I said, he has that experience. He's played a fair few games in 2023. So, uh, And he's obviously been in the 17 for most of 2023 as well. So he's one guy that I think would not be a shoe-in, but I think would be a really good option. Uh, Chris Patolo is another guy I'm very high on and obviously was very unlucky with injury. I missed most of last year with injury. I think he played the first two or three games in 2023 and then pretty much missed the rest of the year. So he's been very unlucky with injury. 
Um, I think that a lot of people forget how good Chris Patolo actually is. And I feel like if he does work his way into this rotation, he will show you how good he is as well. He's a really solid front rower. He's got great leg speed and agility for a front rower as well. Uh, And it's really solid strength. He's a really solid guy that I think is definitely going to work his way into this 17 at some stage during the year. Um, But if I'm picking between Chris Patolo and Sam Hughes, I'm going to go the safe option and go Sam Hughes. I think Patolo does start the year in uh, New South Wales Cup. But as I said, he's definitely someone that could work his way into uh, this 17 at some stage during the year. So Sam Hughes, for me, is uh, the guy that will wear jersey number 17, Samuel. Uh, Let's write that in and add it to um, the post. So uh, obviously, the Bulldog 17, the bench is Hacho. Uh, Jermaine Salmon, Ryan Sutton, and Sam Hughes. I still think that's a very solid bench for the Dogs, considering that they do need some more middle forwards. Uh, and then you look at the Dragons lineup. Where does uh, Raymond Fotalamarana fit into this Dragon side? So I don't think he starts. I think that he does. He, he sort of transitioned at this stage in his career into that middle forward role. I think he does play that middle role uh, um, you know, in, in the rotation coming off the bench as one of those senior guys. You've got a senior guy in Jack DeBellin and in Blake Laurie really as well. Blake Laurie is 27, 28 now. Um, he's one of the senior guys in this team as well. So you've got two senior guys already in the front row. Jack Bird isn't yet that young either. Uh, he's in the lock forward jersey. So you've got your senior guys in the starting team. You've got a very older, much older pack. Uh, the back rowers, obviously, Jaden Sewer and Dan Russell. Dan Russell could very easily go to the bench for a Raymond for Taylor Mariner, but I think Dan Russell's the future and he starts. So Dan Russell starts. Jaden Sewer's safe. He starts for me uh, defensively super solid. And then Jack Bird at 13 as that ball playing 13 uh, to start the game. At the moment, I've got Jesse Marshke as my 14. Uh, we could very easily see Jack Bird potentially move to the bench and you have Raymond Fatalamarana starting at 13. Um, and obviously Jack Bird playing that perfect uh, 14 role where he can come on anywhere from one all the way to jersey number 13. Um, so he, that could definitely happen. I don't think it will. I think Jack Bird does start the year at 13. Jesse Marshke is the future uh, as well. You look at life after Ben Hunt. I think Jesse Marshke is definitely the guy to take over. And Jesse Marshke himself, people are thinking that he's 22, 23. He's 26 years of age. So he, I guess, would be one of the quote-unquote senior guys in this side as well. Just starting to get his crack in first grade. He hasn't played a game of first grade yet. But he's been with the Bears for a fuckload of time. So he's definitely ready for first grade. And you've seen that if you've watched him over the past two to three years more in New South Wales Cup. He's an absolute beast. So I think he keeps his 14 jersey. Toby Couchman is the future for me as well in terms of this forward rotation. I think he can develop into a really solid back rower. I want to keep him on this bench so badly, but if I'm looking at how this bench is structured at the moment, they do need a back rower on their bench. They've got two middles that are really solid in Hame Saleh and Francis Molo. Francis Molo, I think, is the guy for them coming off the bench. And I think Hame Saleh would be a perfect bench guy for them as well. Uh, so Toby Couchman, it just really leaves him as someone I can take out of this bench. So as much as I love Toby Couchman, I'd probably, if I have to fit Raymond Fatalamarana in this side, it would be in jersey number 15. But I don't think that Raymond Fatalamarana realistically starts the year. I think he has to earn his way into this side. So I think that he might start the year 
in New South Wales Cup with some other veterans like your Ben Murdoch Masillas. Uh, you've also gotten this team as I get the squad up. Uh, obviously got, looking at this side, who else will be there? Michael Molo will be there as well. Ryan Couchman, Toby Couchman, potentially, depending on uh, how your bench is structured. Viliami Fafida, who is a really solid forward that they've picked up. Uh, and Tom Eisenhuth, I think, as well, will be in New South Wales Cup. So they've got a pretty decent forward pack running around in New South Wales Cup that they'll start the year with. I think Raymond Fatalamarana joins that uh, that side starting the year, but I think that he will potentially be in this rotation by the end of the year for sure, depending on how this side changes between round one and round 27. But I think that this side that I've got now for the Dragons, uh, that obviously you'll hear about on the 1st of Feb, not going to give too much away. Uh, I think I already have given a fuckload away just in this podcast, but um, this side that I've got now for the Dragons, um, I think is going to be the side that goes out in round one, regardless of, you know, this signing, this Raymond Fatalamarana signing. Um, but I could be totally wrong. He could be there on the bench or even starting, and Jack Bird could go to 14. Marshke maybe starts the year in New South Wales Cup. Although, as I said before, Marshke's ready for first grade. He should be in there in that 14 jersey straight away. For me, that's just my opinion. Could be totally wrong. I'm very excited to see... Um, how this side is shaped. But in terms of Marshke off the bench as well, he is the younger guy in the spine. Ben Hunt's in his 30s. You know, you've got Jack Bird, who's also in his 30s, I believe. Jack Bird might just be shy of 30. Bird age. Um, 28, yeah. So just shy of 30 there, Jack Bird. Um, You know, the forward pack's quite old. 27, I think Blake Laurie is. I think Jack DeBellin's just shy of 30 as well. Uh, he'd be around 28, 29, uh, I think, Jack DeBellin. Uh, you've got some older forwards in this side. Uh, and It's basically a much older team than some of the others in the competition as well. Your Moses Sully's in the centres. Um, you know, you've got a much older team. I think Jesse Marshke, Tyrell Sloan, Sion Fainu, who could potentially be in this side as well, potentially. I'm gonna, That's all I'm going to say there, potentially. You know, Lomax to an extent, you need some young flavor in this side and Marshke's a part of that as well. So, as I said, I think he starts the year, uh, but I'm very keen to be proven wrong if Raymond Fatalamarana maybe does get a crack straight away. I could also see him maybe taking Francis Molo's spot in that jersey number 17 um, now that I think about it, but I think it'll either be Toby Couchman or Francis Molo from my bench that misses out for Raymond Fatalamarana if Fatalamarana does start the year. But personally, I don't think he will. I'd love to hear you guys, uh, your guys' uh, opinions on this and what you guys think. But yeah, look, very interesting signing from the Dragons as well. They are known for getting guys on the other uh, side of the age spectrum of late. You know, they have made a few young signings here and there on your Hame Selles, but that's about it really in terms of young guys that they've brought over. Uh, and Jesse Marshke to an extent as well, but... Other than that, they haven't really brought over too many young guys into this team, which I think is going to be a goal for them over the next few years, starting to get some younger guys into this team. uh, Because you look at their top 30 as well. Like, they've got, uh, in terms of new guys, they've got two. They've got Viliami Fafita, and they've got Alec Tuitavaki, and I hope I pronounced that right. But that's the only two real young guys that they've um, got coming through in terms of real young guys in the forwards and the Couchman brothers as well. Um, but other than that, they really need to do, really need to get some more young flavor in this team, um, even in the back line as well. Cody Ramsey, it's really unfortunate what's happening with him at the moment. 
Corey Allen's done his ACL. Um, you know, Ronald Volkman obviously did his shoulder and has been uh, his contract terminated. They don't really have too many young guys in this team. That's going to be the goal for them going into um, the 2024 season, throughout the 2024 season, 2025, so on, so forth. They need to get some young guys into this squad. And that's not only in the backs, but in the forwards as well, as we've said uh, before. So, look, I'm keen to see how both of these sides are shaping up but I, uh, in 2024, but I think that I'm very, very close. But yeah, look, a very interesting move. Very interesting to the whole David Nofaluma situation. I do think that in terms of how this situation's been handled, as we sort of compared it to before, it's probably the better version of the David Nofaluma situation. It's how the David Nofaluma situation should have been handled in the first place, which is what I like about this move. It was a lot cleaner um, and a lot less, I guess, you know, controversy around it too. So yeah, look, uh, don't mind the move. I think that Raymond Fatalamarana, as I said, has still got a little bit of footy left in him. I think he is a middle forward. I don't think he's an edge forward anymore. Um, but I'm keen to see how the Dragons do use him going into next season. Well,